0: Smartcast. You are listening to A Mint Production. Brought to you by HT Smartcast. The internet gave us short attention spans. We preferred to like and share content instead of reading and sometimes even watching it. At Mint, we decided to come up with the Mint Primer, which breaks down the big news of today into short, quick, consumable questions and answers. On this podcast, you will find information about everything from cybercrime to RBI's new repo rates. I'm Prasad Banerjee, and this is What Happened Today. Today's Primer is written by Dilasha Sait. On 19th of July, the monsoon session of the Indian Parliament will begin. And one of the bills that the government plans to table there is called DESH, which is short for Development of Enterprise and Service Hubs. This bill is set to overhaul the Special Economic Zones or SEZ legislation that India has had for a while. And the reason the legislation is being replaced is that the World Trade Organization or the WTO's dispute settlement panel has ruled that India's export-related schemes, which includes the SEZ scheme, were inconsistent with its rules, since they directly link tax benefits to exports. Under the WTO, countries aren't allowed to directly subsidize exports as it can distort market prices. The legislation also started losing their allure after the introduction of minimum alternate tax and a sunset clause to remove tax SOPs. SEC units in India used to enjoy 100% income tax exemption on export income for the first five years, 50% for the next five years, and 50% for the plowed back export profit for another five years. In comparison to the sec legislation the desh legislation goes beyond promoting exports and it has a much wider objective of boosting domestic manufacturing and job creation through something called development hubs these hubs will no longer be required to be net foreign exchange positive cumulatively in five years That is, their exports do not have to be more than imports, which was mandated in the SEZ regime. And they will be allowed to sell in the domestic area more easily. The hubs will, as a result, be WTO compliant, and the DESH legislation also provides for an online single-window portal for the grant of time-bound approvals for establishing and operating these hubs. It's not clear whether these hubs will see any tax benefits at the moment. However, the draft bill which Mint has seen does state that states and the centre will be allowed to give further incentives in the form of tax rebates, incentives, exemptions and duty drawbacks. Subsidy schemes could also be offered for goods and services at these hubs. States and the centre may take fresh measures to speed up clearances and simplify compliance. And as mentioned before, the hubs will have it easier to sell in the domestic market. In the current SEZ regime, the duty is paid on the final product when a product is sold in the domestic market. In comparison, Companies can now sell in the domestic market with duties only to be paid on the imported inputs and raw materials instead of the final product. Besides, there is no mandatory payment requirement in foreign exchange, unlike in the case of SECs. However, the government may impose an equalization levy on goods or services supplied to the domestic market to bring taxes at par with those provided by units outside. Lastly, states are also expected to play a larger role in the DESH scheme. In the SEZ regime, most decisions were made by the Commerce Department at the centre. Now, states will be able to participate and even directly send recommendations for development hubs to a central board for approval. In addition, state boards will be set up to oversee the functioning of these hubs. They will have powers to approve imports or procurement of goods and monitor the utilisation of goods and services, warehousing and trading in the development hub. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. We'll see you again tomorrow. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HT Smartcast.